I have pictures of my, my favorite breakfast place. Got my picture taken the day after the draft. We were headed out there on a Saturday morning, and they took the sign down. John Schneider Show on Wyman and Bob every Thursday until draft day. Can I pick the seventh round pick? And he's like, oh, absolutely. And we got around to it and just Julian Elman, and I'm like, sweet, you're going to pick Julian Elman. And he's like, no, I was just kidding, man. With Seahawks general manager John Schneider. Oh, man, we've been having so much fun with this conversation each and every week. The John Schneider Show featuring the Seahawks GM, John Schneider, who I'm watching on the screen right now. And I got to tell you, Dave, just brought a tear to my eyes. We were in commercial break. I could see you guys. I see I see John Schneider pick up the ha- the, the little canister there of those those wipes, and he wipes down the seats, and he wipes down the desk. And I was like, you know what? That is a good man, that John Schneider. He knows his business, by God. Well, you were sitting right here, and I heard you're not feeling well. So, and I'm sorry no. for that. But I'm actually looking out for myself <laughs> for next week. Well, it's been I a week since I've been feeling better. Yeah, listen, the COVID thing's no joke, man. It, it put me on my backside for a few, but I'm I'm doing okay. Jeez. But just to let you know, I I usually get there before Dave. That is my first duty. I wipe down every single headset. I wipe down every chair. I wipe down every piece of the every piece of everything in there. So it's always clean when you get there. But seeing you do that, that was pretty. That warmed my heart, John. Well, I hope you feel better, and we miss Thanks, you, man. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Well, wh- where are we at? Where, where? You're, I mean, we are coming down to the wire here. It, it, it's crunch time. Uh, give, give people a sense of what what you're doing now. Is it, is it meetings every day? Is it? Are you done with the with the thirty? Or what? Where's everything happening with the team right now? Yeah, no, we're uh, you know we had some players in in this week finishing up our visits uh, in draft preparation. I assume that's what you're referring to. The uh, team wise. You know, we had a lot of the uh, vets back here, uh, second-year guys uh, working out with our training staff in uh, phase one of the off-season program starting this week. And then, uh, yeah, you know, we have, uh, you know, we have our annual, we're picking up our annual autism event uh, for uh, Ben's Fund uh, for families that can't afford treatments for autism this evening. Uh, we're picking that back up. We haven't done it for several years, so we're doing that this evening. It'll be great. And then uh, we're getting with the offensive staff tomorrow, defensive staff on Saturday in the draft room. And then on Sunday, uh, we have a recap uh, basically of all the differences that we have on the board and, and final adjustments that we need to make uh, between, you know, uh, like once we get the, the coach's input. And then, um, yeah, then, you know, Pete and I will have a day and, and uh, you know, we'll sit down with Jody Allen and, and uh, review it for her and, and, and show her, you know, how we got to this point and, and how we see things going and present a ton of different uh, scenarios for her, whether that's moving up, moving down, at, you know, both positions in the fir- on the first night. Um, yeah, and then, you know, we'll, we'll uh, you know, be calling other teams and all the agents. And then, you know, I tend to save my, my final uh, conversations with a lot of uh, uh, college coaches um, for the, the last part, like Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, when they've, kind of had time to, you know, listen to their prospects too and, and uh, you know, see what their springs look like. And, and so everybody's been done with the visits and, you know, they have all the information that they have as well. So I'll have those conversations and then we'll be talking to other teams about, you know, different scenarios and what they're looking at and how they want to, you know, move move around, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, on, on, on day one, um, you know, because we have that gap on day two. I, I would rather, I would prefer that the draft would go, faster than it does but you know we have all day on friday as well to prepare for rounds two and three but uh yeah we're getting there we're we're, we're finally getting there so yeah 
So you've got a lot going on. Now, before we get uh, get to it, bensfund.org. Yes. And you got an event tonight. It's uh, Families for Effective Autism Treatment. Right. And so uh, where can people just go to bensfund.org? Yeah, yep. yeah you yep. can go there, donate. Um, you know, there's artwork up there. Uh, there's a lot of people, not just uh, people that have uh, uh, autism, but just uh, special needs in general, mm-hmm. uh, artists that have, have donated uh, items, and and you can bid on those. And um, we have a number of awesome uh, jerseys uh, signed throughout the NFL that a lot of my buddies have sent over. Uh, and, and, yeah, you know, great, really cool deal uh, that Tracy and I started. We started this really, you know, Brad Brotherton's a very, very good friend of mine, and and he had started to stake out, you know, for cancer research at, you know, for Fred Hutch. And, uh, and I had gone to the event and really understood, like, wow, this is a very giving community. So once Tracy, you know, moved here with the kids and, and with the, my boys and we got established, we knew we wanted to do something. And so we followed their lead and, and uh, you know, we started the primetime event uh, for Ben's Fund. And it's really it's for uh, uh, families that can't, you know, afford treatments uh, for, for autism. And I'm really proud of Tracy all the hard work she's put into this and and uh she's really poured into it and we're, we're basically at like five million dollars and so you know, you know all these grants that that go to people that you know really really truly need the help that's awesome you guys have put so much hard work into that hey uh getting back to to what something you just said john you go okay i'm assuming you're talking about the draft you still got you know free agency stuff going yeah. on right i mean <laughs> sure, sure. it's like everything you know is uh does it kind of slow down a little bit or yes. are you just like totally charging ahead because that's the whole other side of acquiring sure. talent it's slowed down you know our staff nolan willie uh you know uh dj everybody upstairs those, you know armani those guys do a really good job of like you know kind of keeping their tentacles out uh you know and, and 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 staying in you know quasi deals with guys that may not you know be getting what they're looking for and uh to see what that looks like pre-draft and then obviously post-draft uh, you know, that'll pick back up again based on uh, what's what teams draft, uh, you know, throughout the weekend, what players are taken and, and you know, how, how we view our how we view our squad. But, yeah, I mean, it, 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 that that does not stop. And then we'll, after that we'll get into, you know, some June 1st cap casualty guys that will get released based on teams that have drafted a player at a higher position and may not want to, you know, be in a situation where they want to be, uh, you know, paying two people at the same position. There may be some cap casualty guys. So we have to have our hands, you know, all over that as well and be involved with that and be ready to move, you know, like I said before, be pliable. Hey, John, did you happen to catch the most recent uh, edition of Real Sports? Do you ever watch that? Bryant Gumble? Yeah, on no. HBO. No, I did not. Uh, they had Drew Rosenhaus on there, who everybody knows Drew. He's, he represents some of the biggest, sure. you know, athletes out there. And he... You know, he's a big fan of him, and that comes through the interview. And he, he started talking about there was a moment back when Willis McGahee was being drafted. And yeah. he, he, he portrayed it as this very crafty move of, hey, you know, these, these picks are being called out left and right. And, you know, McGahee's starting to feel bad about things. He says, I'm going to call you. I'm going to be on the phone. I'm sitting right next to you, but I'm going to call you. And that's going to get other teams thinking, okay, another team's moving on you. And it's going to increase the urgency. And I'm thinking, there's no way somebody like John Schneider falls for that. Do you? Are you even watching the camera feed of, of what the players are doing, or if they're sitting at a table and they're on the phone? I mean, it seemed, And they asked, "Do you think that's what worked?" He's like, "Well, I don't. Know. I think it might have had something to do with it." You know that he he basically tricked the Bills into thinking there was another team ready to snatch McGahee up because he was sitting there on the phone with with Drew. Is that 
Is that something you as a uh, as a GM are paying attention to during the draft? No, not necessarily. You know, we have uh, we have we have the TVs on. I think I told you guys before we'll, we'll be listening to uh, you know music and just trying to have an environment where you know it's calm. We can we can you know have clear, concise thoughts and clear communication, and and so we tend to not be you know listening to what people are saying. Uh, we're just we have we have you know both you know whoever's covering it both networks that are covering it will will have it on but we're not you know because somebody gets on the phone or doesn't get on the phone no you know i think i did tell i have told you guys i told you the ray lewis story when yeah. you know he did, did pick up his bomber phone and you know we we thought we were <laughs> you know we thought we were getting him until he picked up that phone and then you know he hung up with uh john dorsey who's <laughs> had called him so yeah we didn't get him but other than that no not necessarily it's it's uh you know, people are on their phones a ton, and and there's 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 so much interaction going on. It's it's not, it's not. I mean, I, to to say that they did that on purpose, maybe they did do that on purpose. I, don't, I don't, yeah, but well, he says he did. He, he okay. feels like he fooled the Bills. This <laughs> okay. was the point. I'm thinking John Schneider doesn't get fooled by such top no. foolery. Come on, he's a great guy. I always tell him like, remember when you were in that movie? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. He laughs. He laughs at that. Was he, in Jerry he, he, he does. Yeah, he was in Jerry Maguire. Yeah. He does a great job. You know, he, he's he's uh, he's into it. You know, and he's with a ton of guys. He's with. Yeah. I mean, he, he represents so many guys. And yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if he knew. He I'll, represents I'll Jalen Carter early, you know? too. Why, 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 seriously, what are you doing with him? I mean, look, they can't all be first rounders. So that's <laughs> yeah. from a movie too. That's my movie line. You got to guess right there. there so they can't so all be first rounders. Hey, look, they can't all be first rounders. It's a sports movie. It's not a sports movie. It's really? No, it's not. It's very funny. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. Will Ferrell's in it, and uh, yeah, the line is seriously. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing with him? He's like, hey, look, they can't all be first rounders. <laughs> anyway, we'll figure that. Yeah, one out. figure we'll it out. Figure that one. Let's keep moving. Hey, how, let's keep talking about the draft. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, other GMs. So, do you pretty? I mean, obviously, your your buddy Scott Fitter. I mean, you you've got pretty tight relationship, yeah. obviously, with him. But like. First of all, do you know every GM pretty pretty well, considering you have to always be dealing with those guys? Uh, I'm, I'm getting to – I have to uh, press myself to do to learn um, more uh, of, of some of these – the guys that have just started. Yeah. You know, um, Chicago, Arizona, uh, you know, Detroit to a certain extent uh, – yeah, Tennessee. You know, there's a number of there, there's a lot of there's a lot of new guys. Uh, you know, there's 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 certain uh, there's certain teams you used to have relationships with that are just more obviously you just you just have a, a comfort level. So there's there's a lot of teams that uh, you know you have to kind of feel out a little bit. And so yeah, you know, dealing with um, yeah, there's you know I, I, you know these guys you know on the periphery a little bit, but you know you have to really kind of dig in and spend time with them and and. And there's a certain trust level that's just natural when you've done deals with guys before. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's a, it, it, it's 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 truly like a you know I try not to like you know play a lot of games with people and just kind of yeah just yeah. get right to it and like say hey look you know this is what we're this is what we're looking at going and this is what we want to do and this is our these are our goals you know and then you know wh- where are you coming from and how can we help each other? Do your conversations with those guys? increase or decrease the week leading up to the draft? I mean, are increase, you... yeah. So next week, yes. So, yeah, yeah the, I think I said yesterday in the press conference that, you know, next Tuesday, you know, next really Tuesday, Wednesday, 
you know, we really, it's really, you get into way more detail on, uh, yeah, look, you know, we're looking to move up, looking to move back, you know, what, and you, and you kind of just go down a list and, uh, you know, try to, try to, uh, uh, you know, work through, um, you know, knowing like what the landscape looks like in terms of who wants to move to certain spots or people are moving, who's, who's going to want, who you call that wants to move up or who wants to move back. And then things change that day as well. So once it starts, you know, a lot of people, um, will get way more active the closer it gets to their pick, you know, uh, because they, you know, they didn't see a specific player making it to that, you know, a spot that could be like four or five spots away. So when I say being pliable, you gotta be, you gotta be ready. And our guys do a really good job of, of saying, Hey, look, this team's coming up, that team's coming up and I'm responsible for that in specific teams. And then knowing what it would take. So at, at first blush, we know what, what the parameters would be on a, on a deal. By the way, people are texting in trying to guess the movie, John, and they're they're kind of all over every Will Ferrell movie so far. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a, a couple of them have nailed it. We'll we'll get to okay. that in a minute. But I'm curious when it comes to a free agent. Just say there's a free agent out there, any position, whatever that you're interested in. Can you call or do you call the GM of their former team? Say it's a say it's a running back for whatever reason. You you like this kid? He's a free agent out there. Are you talking about unrestricted free agency? Yeah, unrestricted. Oh, yeah, would you yeah. would you talk to the GM of his former team and say, "Hey, tell me about so and so"? What about? Yeah, his it depends on the relationship. It depends on if I if I you know trust and or value the the individual's uh, opinion. I shouldn't say value. If I if I know how the how the how the guy evaluates and I have a, a trust level for that, um, I'll do that for sure. Like, do you, do you are there guys that would tell you, "Yeah, man, he, he you know yeah. his work ethic isn't great, or hey, sure. he's got some character concerns," or they'll be that honest with you? Yeah, I like really like this about him. These are his strengths. These are his deficiencies. This is why we've moved on. This is why we weren't we weren't able to make a deal. Um, you know, we've decided to go. Maybe you know we'd like to have him back. You know, guys will say that to me, and we do that all the time too. When people are are calling us, we're just very honest. Say hey, we we'd love to have him back. You know, we just couldn't come to to a. Uh, uh, in agreement uh, currently, and, and we're still we're still working on getting them back. But hey, look, you know, and that's that's you know the the, the aspect of relationships that's that's really important in this business is that you know people people know that they can trust when they talk to people in our building about you know you know especially when they're talking to you know Trent, myself, Matt Berry, Nolan, like you know like Aaron Heinlein and everybody just that you know we're going to be honest about. Uh, how how we feel about about players and we we expect you know uh and we expect the same um you know when when uh we're, we're reaching out to them for help uh so pushing players i guess is what you would call it like uh trying to let's say you need a you have a need you know yeah, like mistakes a, we've made you mean well no i'm just okay. saying that mm-hmm. like you know is there some pressure obviously from you know whether it's yourself from within or or coaches that like hey we don't have anybody at this at this position yes you know and so yeah. and you obviously want to take the best athlete or best football player available how does that kind of work out how have you managed that over yeah the i years? said mistakes but it really is it is it's 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 self you know when when, when you're self-scouting uh the evaluation process, reviewing the draft, you can get in situations where, you know, personally, I feel like, you know, we've made some mistakes where uh, we've pushed players based on need and what the draft looks like. So that particular class, say you have, and I'm, I'm using generalities here uh, in vague terms, but, you know, if you have one receiver on, on the board in one round and then there's a gap of two rounds and you have... Um, 
you know, five corners, cornerbacks, you know, uh, on the board in those same two rounds, you know, well, we should just go ahead and take the receiver. Well, is the receiver really the best player or is the corner the best player with more options below him? Hmm. And, you know, uh, in retrospect, over the years, you know, when, when we look back at, you know, pushing players up, you can do that based on need because you say that guy's going to step right in he's going to play. But is that truly accurate when you're comparing the players? And in, 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 in general, we just do a much better job when we just pick the best player and the best player and the best fit and all the other stuff. But, yeah, that's and, – and so, you know, I think you guys have heard me talk about there's there's ledges – all throughout the draft, there's gaps in each round. And you just have to be really careful um, not to um, push a player based on a specific need or, um, excuse me, based on what the numbers look like in the draft. That specific draft. That's why you have to be really, really honest and in-depth on your study of what each class looks like. And know, be, know that, like, hey, just because he's a third-rounder doesn't mean that, like, he really, maybe he really is a fourth rounder, and you made him a third rounder. Mm. Gotcha. Hey, John, uh, you see these lists every year, and I, I sent these guys a list last night. I think it's Bucky Brooks. He did the top five players at every position in the draft. He I hired Bucky Brooks twice. That's right. Well, then, yeah, worked, then, yeah. Right. yeah, we worked on him as a receiver and then flipped him to corner, and then we hired him as an intern here in Seattle. I'm sorry, I totally interrupted you. That's totally fine. Yeah, it's yeah. your show. It's the John Schneider show. Okay. Um, but he, so he, I guess maybe there's some credibility to his list. Uh, so he just went through, <laughs> here, here, here are my uh, top okay. five quarterbacks in order, cornerbacks, linebackers, what <clears> have <throat> you. Mm-hmm. When, when those things come out, I'm curious, do you, A, do you read them? And B, do you ever feel like, yeah, we're not in line with these guys very often? Or do you feel like more often than not, yeah, I tend to agree with how they see it, if you will. Not not that that's how you conduct your draft, but just in terms of opinion, and that's how I'd rank that position group as well. No, we look at it, we listen to it. I think if you just totally shut it off, you're you're not you're not totally competing and taking in all the information that you possibly can. Uh, it's just you know it's 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 another it's another opinion. You know these guys, a lot of these guys that are that are you know doing mock drafts or or, you know, have these opinions, have been around the players themselves and, and interviewed the players or spent time with them. So, you know, we would be, you know, we wouldn't be really doing our jobs if we didn't, you know, listen to that information and take it in. Um, but, you know, in terms of uh, how they rank them and that sort of thing, no, it's more about, you know, what they say about the player or, uh, you know, little um, – you know what what they've gleaned from an interview or something and you know i've listened to brock talk about this you know um on my way into work several times about being able to interview the guys uh you know leading up to the the college games and you know what he what you can take from that and i I think that that stuff's fascinating you know guys that you know like mike Mike mayock you know used to do the nbc games so he would sit with these all these prospects and and uh you know, get to you know get to sit down, and interview these guys, and and interview the coaches, and and then, you know, uh, you know he would have his. Then he after the after the season, he would build his, you know, boards or mock drafts or what have you. And so it was always interesting listening to him as well. Hey, really quick, uh, just want to clear something up. I think I read it wrong, but Ben's Fund is in partnership with Seattle Foundation. And as you said, John provides financial support and guidance to children and young adults in the state of Washington. Go to bensfund.org to donate. Thank um, you for directing that. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, do you get any sleep 
we're leading up to this? I mean, are you like a kid on, on Christmas Eve that wants to we're go get, out yeah, and peek and see if Santa's there? Or <laughs> we're are you to nervous? Or? No, we're just getting to that point where you really, really, you really truly want to have it uh, be, like, over. You know, I feel like, uh, and please take this the right way, I feel like our staff does such a great job with all the background information and all our evaluations that, you know, I wish there wasn't as much time, um, and I mean this in the best way, for other people to catch up, <laughs> you know, um, or, you know, the information to be shared, you know, uh, you know I just, I just you, you want it to come, and that's why, you know, I liked the draft when it moved faster and you didn't have that that big gap in there, like, you know, with the, the whole next day where everybody can kind of reset their board a little bit, you know, it's like, no, let's just, we pride ourselves on, on trying to outwork everybody. And then, you know, it's not, you know, every, it's what the national football league is, right? Like all the parody and everything. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has the same opportunity and, you know, we just always were really excited about being able to just go right through the weekend as fast as we possibly could. And now you just have, you know, it seems like the, the draft's never going to get here. Um, so, uh, sleep wise, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm not, it's not like I don't get any sleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds like if it were up to you, you just would like to marathon it rounds one through seven all in one night. It'd be amazing. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool talking to the older guys that used to do the 15 rounds, yeah. you know, I mean, what a fascinating, I mean, I think that would have been an incredible, incredible time to, to just be able to just keep going and keep going because free agencies rookie free agency is such a big deal for us you know our guys today i mean we're 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 working on projects today you know kind of fine-tuning what free agencies rookie free agency is going to look like that's why i said that bob i'm so i didn't you know unrestricted free agency or rookie free agency it kind of confused in my brain right now yeah guys had some good ones right yeah uh, doug baldwin jermaine uh curse jermaine curse i like ricardo, Tyler, ricardo, I like- ricardo lockett Oh, yeah, I like Tyler Mabry. Yep, Mabry. See, yeah. yeah. Jake Curhan. There you go. Hey, yeah, l- last, last thing, John, before we let you go, just back to Ben's fund for a moment. The The other part of this that I thought was really cool in reading the quote here is the, is the the small ego art and 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 what that's about and how, yes, that, thank you. how that came to be. The the quote from you, tell people where, where the name came, what it's about and where the name came from. Okay, so Ben is he's 21. Thanks for asking. This is awesome. Appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, he's 21 years old, and uh, you know he's he's really into art. It's it's uh, it, he does an amazing job. I love him. Uh, the artwork's amazing, and and so he's you know when he started you know we were gonna you know we we're gonna create you know he's gonna create his own business and everything, and and uh, he works as his his high school teacher uh, Nicole Nichols, and she she's amazing too and and kind of part of our family really and so uh you know he every time he told him hey ben that's an awesome piece of, of art he'd be like hey don't 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 say that dad i don't you know i'm not i'm not, I'm not taking you know i'm not i don't like when people give me you know um compliments you know that and we're like yeah what, we kept saying like what are we gonna call it you know what do you want to call it ben what, what do you call this you know we're come, trying to come up with all these names for his company and everything and then you know finally tracy was like well ben you don't like any compliments and you're like the most humble person that I know. So, you know, what about small ego art? And he's like, actually, I really like that, Mom. I think that'd be very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that because that's how he talks. You know, he's 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 so awesome the way he talks. He's like, it's almost like you know one of one of the 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 Muppet guys. You know, that were up in the yeah. rafters. You know, those guys talking about everybody. Hey, hey, hey! You know, he talks like that. He's like, okay, I think it's uh, <laughs> it's probably time for you to go to bed now. Don't you think, Dad? <laughs> 
Well, it's what yeah. we've heard that yeah. is that he's told you you're inappropriate. Yes. And Tracy, she's appropriate. Yeah. So no, I'm. I can't go. I can't go to his house guy. like unannounced. Tracy can go there at the time. It's like, you know. But yeah, I mean, I I remember arguing with. Ooh, I almost said the player's name. Sorry. An agent one night, uh, and I came home and I was in the garage. And this guy and I are just going, we're going at it in the garage, right? Just, you know, we're having a full-on argument. And uh, I can hear him upstairs. He, he, he was he was sitting upstairs playing video games, and he's like, well, I don't know, five, six years ago. And he comes walking down the stairs, and I can hear him pouncing down the stairs, and the fly, door flies open. And he's like, Dad, your language is completely inappropriate right now. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the the agent that I was speaking with could totally hear it. We both just started laughing our butts off. So. <laughs> that was a good icebreaker. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. Thanks for bringing up Small Ego Art. It's it's really cool. And there's a lot of there's going to be a ton of uh, art out there tonight. And awesome. And he he donates. Uh, I think it's like ten percent of his proceeds to uh, to Ben's fund himself to support families that can't afford treatments for autism. So it's really cool. Yeah, so for people out there, once again, bensfun.org. The event is coming up tonight, and you can also go to smallegoart.com. And uh, very, very cool story. How that, I thought that was that was great, how that title and that uh, yeah. name came to be. John, as always, great to talk to you. Wish I was there with you, but I was yeah, I really, better, really proud to, proud to see how you handled that room when you got in there. That was beautiful. <laughs> that's how you win Bob over. Okay. Just be Just super super anal and clean. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. I hope you feel better, bud. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. There you go. There's John Schneider, the star of the John Schneider Show here with Wyman and Bob. Hear Wyman and Bob every afternoon, 2 to 7.